0: If you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and we are so thankful that Stacy has nominated Becca Edwards for a Game Changer Award. And we have Becca with us today to tell us more about the amazing work she's doing saving animals locally in her county. Becca, congratulations on your Game Changer Award and we're so excited to learn more.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Stacey. I really appreciate this. Um, So my name is Becca Edwards and I'm the dog kennel manager here at the Humane Society for Inland Mendocino County. We are located in Northern California, a very rural community, and I'm originally from LA. I've been involved in volunteer work with rescues for most of my young adult life and when i moved here i got an opportunity to become involved in the rescue community here as well and then this job opened up about four years ago and i took the plunge i had been working in a different field prior and i was like you know this is just something i really want to do full-time i don't want to do as volunteer i want to do this every single day and i've been here for about four years now and I get to work with some of the most amazing people, and we've built a really incredible team here.
0: That, that's awesome. When you arrive, Becca, um, so it sounds like at least what Stacy wrote that you're working in a county that has a lot of a lot of um, need for what you're doing. Uh, and so can you walk us through kind of uh, how you're approaching? The, the problems in your county and then uh, the, the solutions or or the institutional changes that you've made to be able to help address or remedy some of those issues?
1: So we take in about a thousand animals a year. This year we're actually projected to take in more than a thousand. Um, and for a team of you know anywhere from eight to 10 staff, that's a lot, um, we really rely on our community. So we're very aware that we can do so much more when we have support and a team built to help us. So we really rely heavily on our foster team. Um, like right now we have 99 dogs in care and only 17 of those dogs are living on site. So we really try to push them out and have animals get the chance to live in homes instead of in kennels here, because that just makes so much more sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's something I've been really passionate about is fostering. I'm a foster myself and I just know animals are so much happier when they're not living in cages.
0: Yeah. And- Did you, when you arrived, so, you know, a lot of times there aren't foster programs set up and you also aren't aware of the people that you can find in almost every community that will rise up and you kind of build this network of incredibly compassionate, caring humans that you didn't know existed in your area. I have to assume that as you kind of made the need be known, that you needed a tremendous amount of volunteers to get animals out of stressful kennel kind of situations and into homes where it's calmer, it's um, healthier. But also, those animals get a chance to decompress and see what a normal, loving home environment is like. That's a that's work to have to yeah. put that all together.
1: Yeah, it is a lot of work um, managing. And you imagine a virtual shelter essentially, um, but. If you think about the time, like myself, if I divide myself across 99 dogs per day, that's not a lot of time. So every time they can get out, um, it's huge. And even if it's a little bit more work or you're dealing with a lot more people, I think it's so worthwhile. I think it's really important if you need help to every day, ask for help. Um, If you're not asking for help and you need it, you're not going to, you're not going to make it. So uh, here, I really, I'm the one always screaming, shouting, going on Facebook and saying help. So, and yeah. people respond, people really wanna help. You just have to ask for it.
0: Mm, that's that's awesome. So you being now full-time in rescue work, this is your passion, obviously. It's also now your full-time career. When you get up in the morning, what do you love most about your work?
1: I love just being around people and animals who think the same way as I do. I, I think I'm really lucky to be here at a shelter where we are all on the same page as far as what we're doing you know we're all really passionate about making sure every animal gets a, a live outcome here and i just yeah. i couldn't imagine being in a better place surrounded by people who are all thinking the same way and just working so hard to help animals it's it's what i've wanted to do my whole life and to be here is really uh, really nice
0: well and the fact that you've cultivated this community of like-minded passionate souls it's it, that that's the difference between wildly stressful rescue work and it being um just inspiring to you. So that makes total sense why you get up every morning fired up is you have an amazing team of support, but also like-minded people that can support you, but the mission as well. That's beautiful. So now that you are and you're so young, it's so wonderful. You got another 50 <laughs> years left, girl. I love this. If you if you could thus far in your path, if you could tell the world one thing about the important work that you're doing or if you'd want the world to know one thing, what would it be?
1: Well, so I think this has already been said many times, but I think it's important to say it again. Um, a lot of people get into this work and they're like, I'm an animal person. I love dogs, I love cats. But I realized very, very quickly that each animal leaves here with a person. So you have to be a people person. You can't you can't ignore the human-animal connection. And in fact, your people skills are what's gonna help animals the most. So. Um, coming into this, a lot of people are like, oh, I love dogs. I don't want to talk to people, but no, you have to, you have to engage them, you have to support them, and you have to be a people person in order to save more lives. You can't you can't ignore that aspect of this work.
0: That's really important advice. And and I agree with you. I think sometimes because people can be blessings, they can also be horrific parasites on a planet. Um, you know, I think that recognizing that we do this because we love animals. But we also have to love uh, the other end of the leash to some extent for us to be the most effective rescuers and the most effective versions of ourselves. We have to love both ends of the leash. So I think that that's really sage-wise advice. Becca, if people wanted to learn more about your shelter, about the work that you're doing, even about maybe about some of the animals that are adoptable or, or to learn more, where would they go?
1: So we have tons of information on our website. It's MendoHumaneSociety.com and you can find out about our adoption policies. You can see all of our available animals. You can see all the events we have coming up. Like this week, we have Critter Carnival happening. So that's going to be really fun. Um, And just tons of information there. We also have a Facebook page, Humane Society for Inland Mendocino County. And you'll hear a lot of videos of our cat and dog team talking and sharing the animals and showing off the cute, cute friends that we have here ready, ready for homes.
0: It's beautiful. We are so thankful that Stacy took the time to nominate you and your awesome facility for a game changer award. Congratulations. And we're so thankful that you're doing everything that you are doing to save the animals in your environment. We appreciate you very much.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate this. This has been really nice.